Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. It's been a little bit of a layoff since I've been able to uh, be on here, but uh, as I've started to employ, but I'm back, and tonight we're going to be back into the book of Philippians, continuing our study in the book of Philippians in chapter 3, as we look at um, the entirety of this chapter. Boy, how it ends is just so amazing, and so I can't wait to get into that, uh, labeled, Who Shall Change Our Vile Body, and I can't wait. So join me uh, in this pre-recorded broadcast. And hello, and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You from beautiful Rota, Spain. And uh, it's been a while since I've been on here, but uh, I, this is obviously pre-recorded. I've, obviously, I'm not going to be able to go live on um, on Thursday nights uh, because live my time, let's see, I would have to probably be around um, 2 or 3 in the morning uh, in order to go on my normal time. So that's obviously not going to work. Uh, but anyways, things are going well here, and um, I just wanted to make a quick report that uh, things are going well. Uh, we, we've started work um, and um, it's deployment. So it, I'm obviously missing my wife and my babies uh, quite a bit. And um, but, um, you know, God's good no matter what. And, um, and you know, this the uh, the time, it seems like it's going pretty quickly. And uh, I'm appreciative of that. Praise the Lord for that. And uh, but uh, tonight I'm going to get back into the book of Philippians. Obviously, there's not going to be time for questions. But if you want to, though, you can always ask questions or leave comments down below in the uh, comments section. And you're always welcome to do that. Um, and I'll try to get back to you as, as soon as I possibly can. And um, so that's what we're going to be doing tonight. And um, I, I don't know. I think maybe the quality of the video might be uh, a little bit lower as far as a 720 as opposed to my normal 1080 and all this other kind of stuff. But I'm working off of a laptop, so this is going to be the first time. Maybe I can get a few little tweaks here and there, but I think you should be able to hear me. Um, obviously, the the sound probably won't be as, I guess you would say, rich. Um, I don't have a acoustically treated room like I do in my uh, studio back home, but, um, you know, Still going to pre- preach and teach the word, so it's all good. But um, anyways, we're going to get back in the book of Philippians tonight. And, um, you know, I just wanted to encourage you, um, as as we get back into this, just to go back and maybe go back to the first uh, couple chapters, of uh, the studies that we did, Philippians 1 and then 2. Obviously, that's where we get the name of, you know, this, you know, overall ministry or this just thought and just the uh, channel name would be let this mind be in you. Of course, that was Philippians chapter two and verse five. And um, that that's what really God worked on my heart to um, use that as a, almost a theme verse, as a, as a key verse. So let this mind be in you. And uh, I fail at that all the time and uh, let the, my own mind get in the way and 
so forth and so on. And um, that's why our, uh, we groan for that uh, this earthly vessel will be taken off. And um, we look forward to that day. But anyways, we're going to get back into Philippians chapter 3 and um, continue on. Um, I plan on doing more What's on My Mind series. Also, any kind of um, other types of studies you would like me to do. I, I know a couple of brothers and sisters have made some suggestions. And uh, I did hear those. I did respond to those. Uh, I believe to all of those, uh, I think, as of this moment. But I, I just wanted to make assure you that I'm going to try to get to things as, as God wills. And um, so this is my first time. I made a quick video for my local um, uh, home church um, back in, um, in Slidell, uh, excuse me, I almost said Slidell, Mississippi. I live in Gulfport, Mississippi, but uh, over in Slidell, Louisiana. And so um, that was a little bit interesting. Uh, it's not live. It's it's pre-recorded. I have a, um, a a little soft light that I traveled with, and I had to get everything set up. But um, it seemed to go really well. And um, so now I'm just trying to get back into the swing of things. And I'd like to do this at least once a week, uh, obviously God willing. And um, and I'll be able to post these hopefully right about the time you see this, it'll be maybe a little bit, a couple hours before my normal time anyways, but this will give you a chance to just watch these at your own leisure. And, um, of course go back and watch the other videos. They're all there saved for you. Um, the only thing it is for me is going to take a while to upload. Um, the internet that I have is, is decent. I think I may be able to live stream at a reduced, uh, bit rate and so forth and so on. Um, but the, the, when it comes to upload speed, my download speed is very good here. I'm, I'm thankful for the fact of that. And I'm thankful for the fact that uh, I can FaceTime with my wife and kids and Skype and so forth and so on. It seems to work okay. But I think trying to do it through this produced, um, this production software that I got going on right here, I don't think it would be able to keep up. So anyways, let's get right into it. Philippians chapter three, and this will be obviously be shorter because uh, I won't be taking time in the in the end for, you know, questions and answers and prayer requests. But again, if you have prayer requests as well as comments or, or questions, uh, put them down below and I'll get to them as soon as I possibly can. Also like, share, subscribe, do all that kinds of things, whether you're watching on YouTube, uh, whether you're watching on Facebook, or if you're potentially listening to this later on um, on a podcast um, on all the major platforms under Let This Mind Be In You Ministries podcast. And um, tell all your friends, share. I had a um, really interesting, um, maybe he will even be watching this, but one of my uh, fellow brother chiefs, um, yeah, it's, a, it's a rank in the military, but anyways, um, he, he was sitting there. Um, I went down to go see him because um, uh, I had to ask him for something. Oh, it was some sort of uh, projects that we're going to, these construction projects that out in the future I wanted to talk to him about. And I went down there, and as soon as I walked in, there was a King James Bible sitting right there on his desk. And I said, hey, brother, you know, I'm not going to mention his name, but uh, I said, hey, brother, you read this? And he said, well, I sure do every day, and I've been studying this. And then we got to talking, and I was like, wow, so good to meet a, uh, a fellow brother in Christ. And so, uh, brother, if you're watching, uh, shout out to you. Uh, he's stationed over here. And um, so he he subscribed, and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that, but... Um, it's always interesting who you'll meet and who, who sees things. And he gave me some words of encouragement. He watched uh, one of the what's on my mind videos and it, it, uh, it was an encouragement to me. So thank you for that. Anyways, 
Let's get right into it. Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. Here's my travel Bible. Um, I'm even missing my my regular Bible. I mean, it's uh, I, I like it. I mean, this one's fine and everything, but there's it's uh, there's not as many notes. Let's put it that way in this one. But uh, anyways, let's read. Let's start reading in verse number one. It says, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you. To me, indeed, is not grievous, but for you, it is safe. That's pretty self-explanatory. Like I said before, it seems like the Paul in the Philippian church, um, he had a, a special, I don't even want to say a special place in his heart for them or whatever, but they seemed to, he seemed to really have an affection, a, um, a real affection for them as it comes out in some of these, um, some in this letter. So verse number two, very strong warning, um, He's not calling necessarily people names, but this is the 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 language is so strong to, to warn people about what he's about to talk about. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. That's just you know the concision is those uh, works based people um, still around today. Okay, who even if they believe they come by faith and everything like that. Now they're, you know, either saying you got to keep your salvation by doing all these works, which you couldn't earn it in the first place. But, um, besides all that, they were wanting to put people again in bondage under the law. And we remember talking about that in, Oh, so many of the epistles that we've even gone through so far, um, with Paul talking to the local bodies of believers and saying, look, beware of these people. And, um, that's the concision for we are the circumcision. Now, Paul's going to make it a, a very, uh, I guess you would say he's going to talk about his merits. He's going to talk about who he is. And as we mentioned before, trained by Gamaliel and, uh, you know, a Pharisee of Pharisees, as he's about to explain here. But I'm telling you, uh, the foremost authority, if you want to come to Judaism or that, that the, the Jewish faith of that time, uh, Paul was it. And it's really interesting what he starts talking about here. For we are the circumcision. Paul was a Jew, which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Boy, isn't that true? I don't have, I certainly don't have confidence in my flesh. It fails all the time. If I'm not walking in the spirit. I'm walk, There's only two ways you can walk. Your daily life is either walking in the spirit at moments and then, it just seems like if you're just not very circumspect, you're not careful, you're not wary, and you're not beware of these things, you can get in the flesh really quickly. And uh, that's, that's something that you don't want to live there, okay, as quickly as possible. Just bring back the remembrance of who you are. Let this mind be in you. So as he continues here, though I might also have confidence in the flesh, Paul's saying, look, if there's anybody going to have a a reason to be confident in his flesh. Here's my credentials. Okay, here it goes. If any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. Circumcise the eighth day of the stock of Israel. You know, here it comes. He's like, here's my merits of the tribe of Benjamin and Hebrew of the Hebrews. Okay. As touching the law, a Pharisee. So he's like, Okay, so you got regular Jew, okay, a Hebrew of the Hebrew, and then touching the law, Pharisee. So as far as the of that time goes, that was the pinnacle. 
He was classically trained, so to speak, from a very young age in the, the, the religious school of the day, okay, the top academy. It says here, concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Of course he was. What's really interesting, too, is when um, on the road to Damascus, when, when Christ appeared to Paul, and when he said, Saul at the time, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And that, I think that's very interesting. This, you know, as to as the zeal persecuting the church, this just goes to show you that we are the body of Christ. I don't have my coffee here, so I don't want to stay up too late. We are the body of Christ as believers. Okay, as he was going through, he not only was just persecuting individuals, but it was very clear he was going into churches, local assemblies of of believers and breaking them up, persecuting them, seeking them out. So, again, persecuting the church was persecuting Jesus Christ. Okay, Touching the righteousness, which is in uh, continuing verse six, which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost, or excuse me, loss for Christ. Okay? It didn't matter anything. Your works of righteousness that you, quote unquote, my works of righteousness don't matter to anything. You count them as loss for Christ. Christ's righteousness is what's important. And the only thing, Jesus says, I am the way. There's no other way. Verse number eight, yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. Boy, did he, boy, he suffered and lost all his stature and all these different things and do count them but dung that I may, that I may win Christ. Paul said he came to the end of himself. He came to the end of all that self-righteousness, that trusting in his flesh counted them but dung that's that godly sorrow that that a sinner will come to when he's being convicted he or she being convicted by the holy spirit of their need of a savior because of their sin condition that's why it says in first corinthians 15 died for our sins according to the scripture christ died for our sins plural all of them past present and future all of them. It's not just one sin. It's not this, this, and the other thing. Of course, we're all born sinners. We have that sin nature. And when we recognize that we have that sin nature, when the commandments came, as we talked about in Romans chapter 7, when you die spiritually, when you finally can understand in your own intellect and say, oh, that's when the Spirit, the Holy Spirit starts working on you. The Word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The scriptures will convict you of your saying, look, that's the schoolmaster telling you, you are no good. On your own, you're nothing. That is why it required a sacrifice. That's why it required a perfect sacrifice, a perfect lamb, Jesus Christ. And that's what he's talking about, that I may win Christ. It's not that he was doing anything to win Christ, but, but, but he came to the end of himself. I don't know if he just heard that, but I don't know what that in what in the world that was. But anyways, uh, but he counted it as loss, came to the end of his own self-righteousness 
for that purpose. That's that godly sorrow which worketh repentance. So, um, where did I leave off here? Oh, verse number nine. And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness. Look how he explains this, which is of the law, but that which is through faith, through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. By grace are you saved through faith. Nothing that you do, nothing that you do saves you. It, it's, a, it's an interesting thing to even try to kind of contemplate. He did the work. He does the saving. He does the convicting of your sins and, and brings that into you. And you get to that point where you just surrender. <laughs> I surrender. There's an old song, all to Jesus, I surrender. That's what. That's that moment, that first birth moment of a new creature in Christ where you surrender to him. He does the work. He seals you to the day of redemption. He does it all. I said, well, Brother Mike, that sounds pretty simple. I, I don't, I, it has to be more to that. Recognize your condition. Just like any, any of the sinners in, 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 the, in, the, in the Bible. Recognize who they were. They recognized it. A contrite, a broken and contrite type of spirit. And knowing just like, I can't do anything about it. Nothing I do is good enough. He did the work. All to Jesus, I surrender. I surrender. Surrendering your will. And remember we talked about that in past studies where prayer for the believer is surrendering your will to him. You're asking, of course, and by faith and just asking, and he wants to hear our prayers, our supplic- you know, supplication for the saints and so forth and so on. But he wants you to be surrendered. That's the example of the, of the prayer in the garden when he said, Abba, Father. We've spoken about that many times. You can go back and watch that. Talking about Abba Father, though. Hmm. Verse number 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death, died to be made a new creature. You're born again in him. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, complete, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things that that which, excuse me, those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Our hope is not in things in our past or in our present. It's in the future, before us, pressed towards the mark. You know, now that he has saved us, we are to... Boy, I really don't know what that is, but I'm sorry if you heard that, but um, it's a barracks, and so there's going to be a little bit of noises to hear every once in a while. I just pray that you only hear noises and not uh, some language. Um, that's what I pray every time I start this this camera up from here on out is you don't hear language, and um, unfortunately. But anyways, if all you hear is noises, that's, that's actually a good thing. So, 
uh, which we're for, but reaching for before, before us. We're not to be thinking about the, uh, the temporal, the eternal, the eternal. That is what we are, we are to seek after. Things that matter for eternity. That's the gold, silver, and precious stones. Things are done in the spirit because thinking about the eternal. Verse number 14 says, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. Let this mind be in you. Just remember who you are now in Christ Jesus. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Don't be so prideful in thinking that, well, I have it all figured out. We don't. We come together with those that are like-minded. And even if they aren't as like-minded, as long as they're like-minded in the fact of salvation. After that, because it's in Christ, you know you're assured of your own salvation. You're, you're assured of that. And you get together with other people that, are so, that say they are as well. Again, you can't see things on their internal, but you can see their conversation. You can kind of see, but you don't know truly. You can't know within 100% certainty, even being around somebody all the time. But you'll understand really quickly if you're thus minded. And then if you think that you have it all figured out, be don't be allergic or resistant to something changing. Like I said, you know, make sure you reset every single time you come to the word of God. Don't be thinking preconceived notions of what you believe. Lord, confirm what you want me to see in your word. God shall reveal even this unto you by those that are around you, by the by those uh, brothers and sisters in Christ that are around you. They said, you know, I, I thought about this and I was reading in the word and it says over here in this, and uh, it seems to me this says this. What do you think? And as you get together and you start to get together, let's say, let's get, let's get like-minded on that. But first, be rooted and grounded in the sincere milk of the word. And then, as you grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ together with those that are local around you, that's when you can really get thus-minded. And if not, it says, God shall reveal even this unto you. It's interesting. Nevertheless, whereunto we have already, verse 16, attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which also walk so as ye have us, for an example, an ensample. Paul's not saying, hey, follow me. Remember, Paul just got done talking about how he's nothing. He's counted everything as done, he said. He had all the credentials. He wasn't asking them to follow him in that aspect. He was asking them to say, look, mark those that walk after the word. Mark those. Like, oh, he's not asking us to follow him. He's asking us to follow Christ. Keep reading here. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, the simplicity of the gospel, and so forth and so on whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly. Now, I just wanted to say something real quick about this, whose God is their belly. This is the flesh. Those that you see around you that are, that are living after that, and that's, 
you know, I have the truth here and I'm going to say what I'm going to, you know, follow me. You can tell those that are wanting to follow Christ and following this word and not. And whose end is their destruction, who God is their belly. It's all about them. It's about their flesh and feeding their flesh. You know, the belly, you know, like, oh, man, I want to keep eating. If it's for me, it's that self-centeredness. Watch out for that. And whose glory is in their shame, who mind, here it is, earthly things. Don't get wrapped up in this world. Don't get wrapped up in the things that are you. Brethren we and sisters out there, we have no control over things of this world. God does. He allows things. I always bring this up, but, you know, I get the same thing. I get frustrated. I want to be like, man, why can't they just see this? This is so ridiculous. Folks, don't mind those earthly things. Know about them. Be wise about these things. Be careful. uh, By all means, you have to be safe and you have to be really, your head has to be on a swivel, especially when it comes to protecting your children and your family. But don't mind the earthly things. Don't go to don't be going to work to I, I gotta gain that next promotion so I can earn this more, so I can grab this one thing and everything. All that stuff will burn up. What done what's done for Christ will last. For our conversation, as it finishes up here, verse 20, is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where our mindset, this mind should be in you. Let this mind be in you. Not about the temporal, not about the earthly, but as it says, is in the heaven from whence also we look for the Savior. That's the blessed hope. Who shall change. Here's the blessed hope. Our vile body, that it may be fashioned. Look at this. This is so interesting. Like unto his glorious body. Now, just real quick here at the end, if you stuck around here, we're coming up on 30 minutes or so. As we've talked about here before, of the, about man was created in the image of God. Perfect body, soul, and spirit from the beginning. He's going to change your body back into that at the blessed uh, hope, the glorious appearing. As it says here, that's who, that's who we are looking for. May be fashioned like unto his glorious body. We will never be gods. Remember, Satan fell because he said, I like be like God. I will ascend unto the most high, and so forth and so on. I'm paraphrasing. But we were created in the beginning, a living soul, perfect body, soul, and spirit by the creator God. Man and woman created he them in his image. Perfect. We have no ability to be omnipresent. They weren't all-knowing. They weren't, you know, as far as omniscient. They weren't omnipotent. They couldn't speak the worlds into existence. But what they did have is the image of his glorious body, soul, and spirit. The Godhead. These three are one. Just like body, soul, and spirit are one. First John 5, 7. I don't understand it all. 
I don't get that. I mean, it's hard to wrap our brain around that thing. But if when you think about creation, how he created us from the beginning, once again, because of his sacrifice, because of his death, his burial, but even more, that took care of our sin, our, our problem, and made us new creatures in Christ. But the glorious, the first fruits of the resurrection, Jesus Christ, is the example of what it's going to be for us. Remember, as the, as the Bible says, the dead in Christ shall ri- will rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. The Bible talks about it in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. When we are caught up, a fancy word would be, uh, I think a, the Greek word is harpazo, or that could be, I don't know. I don't know any of that stuff. I wasn't trained in that. But we are snatched away in a moment. He's going to change our vile body. This last vesture, the sin-natured body because of sin that entered into the world, it's going to be finally gone. That's it. And the fact that uh, those that have gone before us and have died, soul and spirit have been reunited, and they're in, they're, they're present with the Lord right now. But that's why he's going to change even that. Those that have even been obliterated into dust, the creator of this universe who created them from the beginning, from dust, will once again fashion their, their bodies like unto his glorious body. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Just think about that. According to the working whereby he is able even so subdue all things unto himself. Don't you think he's able? I certainly do. That's Philippians chapter 3. Thank you for joining me again for Let This Mind Be In You right at 30 minutes. I told you it would be kind of quick. But uh, anyways, join me next time for Philippians chapter 4, and uh, you might be seeing some other videos uh, from that point on, but that's it for the time. God bless you. Uh, Thank you for joining me here in Rota, Spain, in my barracks room. And uh, maybe sometime I'll show you around it's a decent room. I got a bed. I got a refrigerator. I got a closet right behind me. What more can you need? Anyways. Hey, I love you in the Lord. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. But uh, more importantly, getting in the word and let this mind be in you. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo, thank you for joining me again. God bless you. Good night. And I'll see you next time.